Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. my very good friends on today's wrestling news there was a surprising face turn on last night's WWE Raw we've got a recent sign that an up and coming WWE star is getting over huge we have backstage notes on a wacky pitch for last night's WWE Raw that uh, I'm quite glad didn't happen and then did WWE scrap a character's appearance from last night's Raw as well? A lot of Raw on this news video, but I'm Andy Murray. I'm Michael Hamflit. And this is the news. We're going to kick things off by talking about something that actually happened on Raw before we dive into a bunch of stuff that didn't <laughs> happen. Um, right, Dolph Ziggler, uh, this is this is quite odd. Uh, Dolph Ziggler's back and might be a face. Uh, his presentation wasn't exactly that of, of, of a hero, however, considering the person he attacked, uh, maybe so. So the guy who's kind of, you know, he's not been around a lot in recent months on, on this show. He was in NXT earlier this year, then dropped the NXT Championship to Braun Breaker, of course. But last night, he walked out during the main event, came out. Uh, it was Seth Rollins and Theory against Riddle and Bobby Lashley. He was dressed up. He had a nice suit on. He looked really good. Uh, he took a seat at ringside. Didn't really say anything. Just kind of chilling there. Left the people in the building going, ah, what's Dolph doing down here? That little rascal. And in the end, he made his presence felt. Uh, he shoved Theory's feet off the rope as he was going for a roll-up on Riddle, and this distraction allowed Riddle to nail an RKO for the victory. Uh, afterwards, he slid into the ring, super-kicked Theory out of his boots, uh, and left the money in the briefcase holder on the canvas. Goosed. So, this is uh, peculiar for a number of reasons, I think. Uh, not necessarily in the sense of, I'm not sitting here going, hey, Dolph's getting a spotlight, that's bad. None of that, none of that. It's just that he came back a couple of weeks ago, Robert Roode beside him and they were kind of assholes to almost an MVP which forecasted maybe doing something with them that has not been followed up on and now he's back on Raw without Bobby Roode there so yeah. it's a strange thing um, the presentation of him is a little bit weird as well considering I mean theory as a baby face is inconceivable uh, so you know <laughs> at this moment I think so one heel attacking another. It's a little bit cloudy on the alignment scale. It's not necessarily a full-on babyface turn, but someone's probably going to have to be a bit more altruistic if these guys are going to feud going forward. You can do feud, you can do heel versus heel stuff, but it doesn't always land particularly well. Uh, and I think the heels have to be supremely over uh, to get that to get that to work. I'm not saying that that neither man is like not over, but I don't think maybe to the desired level. Anyway, mm. what do you think? I think it was very odd that it happened as the big main event, the big show-closing mm. surprise of Raw. I found that quite strange. Uh, I don't know. Dolph Ziggler, uh, as a singles guy with a serious face, 
doesn't have the richest legacy. He's no. done a lot. He's done everything. He's got that modern WWE career where you go 10 to 15 years and you go up the card, you go down the card, you go back around the card. And every time he's been serious gay, <laughs> it's not ended that well for him. If you remember that time when he won the United States title and walked out and was like, this belt means nothing to me. And then he returned a month later and got eliminated in the, in the Royal Rumble yeah. a couple of minutes later. It seems like he puts his back into it, but the company loses faith almost immediately. Contrast that to the run he had in the Dirty Dogs. That went as well. That, that went good. better than I think most people expected. They became a regular force in the Royal Midcard Tag Division. They were there to put guys over, but you could give them a title run if you needed heels. I don't think that NXT run was a total disaster in mm-hmm. hindsight. I think... He probably helped Bron Breaker in ways that maybe we couldn't see. Sure. The matches were okay, yeah. but I'm sure Bron Breaker came forth, uh, you know, came forward as a performer with that. I do wonder if this is more sort of Austin Theory metal testing on the main roster. Mm-hmm. He's got this briefcase at the moment. They did a bit on Raw where he was with Seth Rollins, saying you know, Seth was like, "Oh, if you come with the right guy, if you want to talk cash-ins." Dolph Ziggler, of course, had a very famous cash-in. Maybe this is to do with briefcase law. That is not as big a joke as I meant that to sound. The law of the suitcase. Yeah, you've got Edge teasing a comeback at the moment. He was a guy that held that briefcase in, like, you know, very famously and, you know, cashed in twice. Uh, Maybe Dolph Ziggler is doing the same. Maybe he's a guy that says, you're not taking this position seriously. You're running around and, you know, mocking the process with Roman Reigns. Yeah, doing faces with Brock Lesnar. This briefcase changed my life and it could change yours and you, kid, are not taking this seriously and they're going to have a two and three quarter mid-card match to prove it, brother. <laughs> like It'll probably help Theory. Um, yeah. Ziggler can lose and they're looking for guys for Theory to beat as he um, continues his ascendancy. So it's all... I know that sounds a bit pragmatic and boring, but that's possibly what this is all about. There you go. Let us know what you think in the comments section below. Uh, Right, Liv Morgan, she seems to be getting over. This is a good sign. Uh, Smackdown Women's Champion, Money in the Bank winner, Mm. cashed in, beat Ronda Rousey. Big focus. Moved from Raw to Smackdown, facing Rousey again at SummerSlam. Good couple of months for her uh, in the ascendancy. Biggest period of her main roster career, well, her WWE career Mm. uh, so far. And now PW Insider's Mike Johnson reporting that somebody within WWE who travelled with the Smackdown roster for the house shows this past weekend... Saturday night's main event and what's the Sunday one called again? Sunday Sunday Stunner. There we go. Ah. That's what they call their their gimmicky weekend house shows these days. Um, I think they sound cool. Big pops for Liv on these shows. Uh, Somebody within WWE commented that they were the loudest pops they've ever heard for Liv in WWE, which is good. And on a similar note, they noted that it was clear to them from the outside that Liv's merch as well at the tables was selling like never before so mm. interesting weekend for Liv on house shows uh, given that Natalia clip that did the rest <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah good sign and best of luck to her yeah there's an it's a nice mix isn't it of subjective and objective because wrestling sort of needs both yes a pop is something that you and I could listen to and disagree on merch money is not no if there's objective measures as well as some people in the building that believe what they're seeing is a star then that can only bode well for Liv I think this last week has gone pretty well for her anyway yeah Um, she didn't look out of place with the belt position next to Bianca Belair then position next to Ronda Rousey I don't think she was overawed by it on television which can sometimes happen with their cash in winner Mm -hmm. because the manner in which you win the title can feel like a little bit of a smash and grab especially if you're baby face but I thought they were quite smart to have her say well I had just won a ladder match Yeah, I wasn't exactly fighting fit myself I'd just gone 20 brutal minutes yeah, in one match yeah. so it wasn't like I was just you know sort of completely fresh and I took out Rousey and I think that's really worked 
there was this audience for Liv Morgan for years. That was clear online, and I think like a to be cult a, favorite. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you're never quite sure how much that's going to manifest in buildings and at the box office and at the merch stand until you do it. So yeah. sometimes this is a, if nothing else, this is WWE actually being reminded that it's worth taking that risk. Sometimes I hope it carries on. I think it's nice to see a fresh face, and yeah, definitely. she seems to be buying into it. You yeah. can always tell when a character is invested in what they're doing, and right now you can tell she's all in on this. And if there's one thing uh, that that company specifically needs, it's younger stars in their 20s that people want to latch on to and will theoretically be with the company for like another 10, 15, 20, however many years. Mm. Uh, So I think Liv is a good figure for that and uh, here's to her continued success. Yeah. Um, Right, we're going to zip through these past couple, last two ones here because they're kind of similar but they're funny in different ways. (laughs) Uh, Right, so Fightful Select yesterday and these are from the same report. They, They published a report of like things that were in the works for Raw or ideas and stuff uh, at the time of publishing, which was a good seven or eight hours before Raw hit the airwaves. And obviously, with the last-minute nature of the scripting of that show, things can change in an instant. So we're going to run through a couple of things that were in that report that didn't end up happening. One, well, uh, apparently, before the broadcast, somebody pitched the idea of somebody stealing Alexa Bliss's toy doll, Lily. <laughs> now, it was noted at the time that there was no word on whether or not this had been approved, but given that it didn't happen on the show, it's probably safe to assume that it didn't. Um, on the show, we got Alexa teaming with Asuka to face Nikki Ash and Dewdrop. She pinned Nikki, got the win. Corey Graves was on commentary going, she needs to be ruthless again, so that kind of maybe forecast a heel turn. But yeah, no, no uh, Lily on last night's show. For me, uh, Lily's not something I particularly enjoy. Mm. Uh, I, I always remember the segments of her chasing Shayna Baszler around back, <laughs> backstage because she's possessed and you know, winking at Dewdrop in that yeah. match that they had that one time. What, what, do you, what do you think of Lily? Uh, I won't miss Lily if she's gone. Yeah. I don't think I didn't like how she was used as a crutch specifically last night. Graves banging on about how uh, yeah, like. She, has Alexa lost her edge or ruthless side? I'm not sure she's the same Alexa from before she had therapy. Felt like a WWE dig at therapy. Yeah. Get help if you need help. Talk yes, to people. Absolutely. Like these are these are good things. These are good people doing good work. Um their version of that is a doll. A ridiculous Here's a doll. magic voodoo therapy session. This is I Alexa Bliss. Like, I'm not one of them people at this point that sort of looks at a WWE wrestler and thinks, oh god, they could be doing so much better because everything changes all the time. Sure, right? and you like, don't know overnight. who's happy and who's unhappy yeah. and all of this. Yeah, they just yeah. shout golden tickets and random pushes and all sorts of stuff. But Alexa Bliss was categorically one of their biggest stars and is currently not one. Yeah. So Lily or no, like the trajectory could be better. Hundred percent. I, for me personally, I know we've just said, ah, oh, we're not gonna, you know, say they could be doing more. I'd like a return of the goddess character. I thought that was really good. Yeah. But let us know in the comment section below. Maybe you're into Lily, and hey, that's fine. We can like different things, and we can not argue about it, and just accept that ninety percent of this stuff is subjective. People really enjoy dark goddess because people are saying <laughs> dark stuff. I like AW dark, but I didn't need the dark goddess. I like, like that I, house of black. I, that's that's it, yeah. Like we're all into different forms of of darkness in pro wrestling, yeah, aren't we? You're I'm a, a Julie Hart guy now. I'm just, now they finally pulled the trigger. Her aesthetic, Hart. but the group is really good. Yeah. And like all those guys rule. It's awesome. Love the House of Black. Yeah. Uh, not so much Judgment Day. Maybe not. <laughs> we all like different things. Is the name of the story here. But hey, look. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. 
When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. WWE I scrapped another thing from last night's episode of Raw because on that Fightful report that I just spoke about, there was talk of plans to integrate Elias last night into the show. WWE even went as far as preparing materials for the former drifter, uh, but he didn't end up appearing. He got mentioned a couple of times by Ezekiel and Seth the Chef mentioned him at one point as well. Instead, Ezekiel just had that tag team match on last night's show. Uh, so, yeah, no Elias, uh, but it sounds like maybe if they've, and this is just me editorializing and theorizing, maybe if they prepare materials, we'll get him next week. He's played the character a couple of times since coming back. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see some other some other members of the Samsung clan. I'd like to see, we said this before, Elrod. Yeah. Elron Hubbard. Do <laughs> 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 a Scientology gimmick. One of uh, more controversial brothers at yeah. the Samsung dinner table. Elon, you could try and buy yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Elephant, I yep. don't know. El, 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 El McPherson. Ellie <laughs> El, El, El Goulding. LL Cool J. El. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, all good. Do, do we need to analyse this? Save know. them all until Kevin Owens is back. Yeah. Zeke's coasting at the moment. Like, yeah. Owens was such a big part of that presentation working. Yeah. Wait for Owens to be back before you bring Elias and the rest of the brothers and sisters. He's the but secret sauce. I'm into the Samsons. Like, yeah. a big cloud comes up there. Samson. <laughs> like... Da, 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 da. One's got a guitar. <laughs> One's a famous actor. Jumping onto a sofa with Elron Hubbard. Yes, all of them on the sofa. <laughs> Ellie Goulding walks in. Why not? Is he, is he um, could like borrow a skateboard and skate one bit at the top of the ramp like that? 
Let us know. Let us know what Samsons you want to come up with in the comment section below. A shout out to Del Delilah. Is that a thing? I, I can't remember. Yeah. Sunderland mascots are called Samson and Delilah. Oh, the giant I, black cats. Aberdeen have uh, Angus the bull and Cy the seagull. So there you go. <laughs> because they love alliteration. There you go. Uh, right, we're going to go to the Twitter questions for today. Uh, the first one comes from Graham Lodge, who asks, "Morning, legends. Hope you are well." With Logan Paul challenging The Miz to go one-on-one -on -one at SummerSlam, do you think it is wise to have him go solo so early in his career rather than a tag match where others can hide his inexperience? Um, yeah, I mean, what do you reckon? And do you think they'll go one-on-one -on -one or do you think they'll do the tag team match with, with Ciampa and AJ maybe? I think it's going to go one-on-one, -on -one, but they're going to use the bells and whistles such as yeah. running guys to help. So it'll almost be a tag match in terms of the number of people there. The Logan Paul issue for me is not so much how we can go in a single match because WWE have got, not that I'm saying The Miz is like top of the in-ring generals list, but he's a safe pair of hands, a super safe pair of hands. Mm. He'll get Logan Paul through it, you know? And then there's the likes of a Seth Rollins for a rainy day when you maybe want to do something good. My worry is, how is he going to be received as a babyface? WWE, for a change, had their finger on the pulse when they brought him in as this A-list yeah. guy that yeah. nobody really likes, a pariah of you know social media and of pop culture in general. And they turned him babyface pretty much at the first attempt. I know... Down to him, apparently, as well. It's what he wants to do. Which, which obviously, is... they're going to try and massage his ego yeah. and his perception of himself. I don't know. Maybe a stadium will just be fine with that. And we, we've got this wrong before about how people are yeah. received. But I think that's a, I think the hardest sell is not on what he can do in the ring, but if he can be if he can keep up the perception of being a babyface. Yeah, is he a likable enough guy for that to last? Totally agree. Uh, I completely agree with everything you just said there. And uh, I, yeah, I'm not too hopeful that he's going to be received well as a babyface. Like, but... No, is that us? Is it like will people in what? The, like you know people in the comments? What like? Is that us at our age? Or, it you know, it might just of... be an internet bubble thing for yeah. sure. But we'll, we'll find out. And look, he demonstrated really good heel instincts in that match mm. with the Eddie stuff. Maybe he's got babyface instincts as well. We will find We'll find out. We'll find <laughs> out. We'll, it'll, it'll let us know. Let you us say know. let it play out? No. <laughs> uh, cursed sentence. Uh, Edward Shiraz Hands has been on the legend, legend himself. Uh, says, good day, legends. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna do an accent because I'm not good at them. So, <laughs> shout outs to Edward. Uh, uh, considering all the wacky characters that NXT point NXT 2.0 has, uh, from Don's to Daddy's girls, uh, what other trope slash stereotype would you like to see? Personally, I'd like to see Tony D'Angelo's cousin Vinny. Very good. Very nice. Very good. Uh, I'd like to see a postman because the postman always delivers. Very nice. Well, my prayers, my most recent and prayers were delivered. I like topical characters because NXT, you want to be there for a good time rather than a long one. I wanted tennis players and then Maximum Male Models went to Wimbledon on SmackDown. So it sort of feels like your move, NXT 2.0. Tennis players. Tennis players. It's a, like Jim Cornette got a racket over. I thought you were going to make a really crap joke about my name. That's okay. Relief. Do you know, it's, <laughs> it's been so long now. It's been so long that we've worked together and been friends that if somebody said Andy Murray to me, I'd think of you. Um, no, no, the Scottish guy. Yeah. yeah. From what culture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the tennis player. Well, I imagine he could swing a racket. He's got great arms. <laughs> like, the, I'd forgot the guy. Large arm, all the charm, doing all the harm. Shout out to James Hunt. But if it was NXT 2.0, it'd be Randy Murray because they're goddamn obsessed with it on that, yeah. on that brand. Andy Murray. The H stands for... 
Hilarious. This has gone off the rails. NXT uh, preview wherever get your podcast. There will be rude words. It will, and it will be out today. And it will be out Between today. mechanical bangs. And, <laughs> yeah, and like if we can get it recorded. Internet outages and stuff. Well, there's, there's chaotic stuff going on in the city of Gateshead today, man. It's, it's a week, innit? I it's saw Godzilla walk past on my way to work and I'm very concerned. <laughs> uh, our last question today comes from Lester Lee Mofra, was there as well. Uh, it says, <laughs> Lester Lee says, Yo, gents, uh, with... Uh, Thunder Rosa and Mio Yamashita's match being rebroadcast as part of Dark Tomorrow. Do you think that is something AEW should be doing more of in the future? And what kind of matches do you think uh, are dreams or really benefit from that kind of format? Uh, yeah, real like my concise thoughts are I think this is a great idea. I hope they do it more often. I think it's a good opportunity to show indie matches or matches in other promotions that AEW men and women have had put them on the spotlight maybe people will check out the indies afterwards maybe they'll learn something new about a wrestler that they haven't seen before I'm hoping that'll be the case with Miu who's getting the title shot at some point uh, but what do you reckon of this we're getting Pac and uh, uh, Shuda on Dark on tonight as well so that's cool yeah I love that these have both happened on Dark at the same time because I think and I think that's by design I had this realisation last night that I'd need to retract my original criticism of the All-Atlantic title if the purpose is for Pac to just take it on the road. It's a philosophical thing. Um, AEW tried to do it in the when they launched, um, where they said they were gonna, you know, the doors were gonna be flung open and there was gonna be more experimental wrestling. And then the pandemic happened and they didn't really have the opportunity to do it. And I think we're seeing baby steps back into that. It behooves all elite wrestling long term to have the doors as wide open as possible. It's not just forbidden door with New yeah. Japan. It's working with any and all promotions on short and long term basis to potentially act as developmentals for AEW for AEW to help those local territories, even if ultimately AEW needs to exist, first and foremost, for the betterment of AEW, I guess to a lesser extent, Ring of Honor, it doesn't hurt them to look at least a little bit more open-hearted and a little bit more charitable and a bit like, look, nothing makes you look like the bigger guy by reminding all the smaller guys that the bigger guy can help. Rather than being WWE and putting a thumb on everything and trampling over competition, why not try and get the same results the complete opposite way around? Mm -hmm. I think this hopefully is the start of what they wanted to do all along and then only really had about six months to do it before all the doors were closed and the borders were shut and things like that. I don't know. I don't know if it's just because this week of dark and we're seeing two matches back to back and the example of the possibilities, but it just feels like why not forge as many relationships as possible when, you know, 10 times out of 10, you're going to be the boss of that relationship. Tony Khan is not going to start a business relationship where AEW are not no, kind no, of in control of that situation. They're the, the number two promotion in North America and possibly the world, in the world at this point. Yeah, yeah. So there's going to be no working relationship with another company where they're not calling the shots. So it behooves them as kind of like drop a few breadcrumbs, get a bit of exposure to a lot of little companies. Who knows who you might find? You know, if we watch this pack shoot the match tonight and then it gains a few Red Pro fans, then those fans are going to watch Red Pro, see guys they've never heard. It's more opportunities for more wrestlers and for more companies. Could amount to nothing. It's wrestling. Yep. But I just feel like this could be the start of a bigger plan that was hatched in the very beginning yep. and then couldn't follow through on. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us on today's Wrestling News. You can follow us on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. You can follow Michael Hamflet at... Michael Hamflet. You can follow me at Andy H. Murray. The H stands for... <laughs> Bye. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. 
any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. 